Hi, welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, aka R Dallas. Today, I have a guest tip from Heather Downing. She is a senior developer advocate with Okta, uh, and she wants to talk about some steps for setting up new projects. Welcome, Heather. Thank you very much. So uh, I have discovered over the years, as I've built real projects uh, for real clients, that oftentimes following a Hello World tutorial is not usually what you need to do because it very much focuses on the technology that you're learning. Um, whenever you are starting a project at a company, even if it's a proof of concept, there's three things you really should start doing first. And so when I onboard new developers, this is what I would also go over with them. I kind of call it my golden three rule. All right. You have to start with number one, you have to create a repo, an empty one. It can be GitHub, wherever you want to put it. It needs to not be local. It needs to be in a place that is accessible to your whole team, like immediately, or a team in the future. So when I say team in the future, let's say you work by yourself, mm -hmm. then set up you know, a GitHub repo, even if it is private, it's not public at the time. You never know when someone's going to want to look at it. Sure. So set that up first. You have to set the repo. Then you can go and do your file new project as it is, like the how it is out of the box the way that we know that it works, all the templating is already there. Right. Now, do you find most companies have any kind of specific templates that they use for their projects? No, I find that they add things to, like here's a Web API project, here's a Blaze project, here's a Web Forms project, here's whatever. Usually it starts there and then they just start adding controllers or they start adding classes after that and then they start talking about it. Um, once in a while, you'll have somebody who really wants to do a specific one that's made by, let's say, Progress slash Telerik. They're like, we want to use their template. Right. It's the same thing. You're still finding a project, a templated thing, and then you're adding your specific domain knowledge to it, right? And, and the goal of this is to make sure you're kind of getting off on the right foot. You're not putting the cart before the horse. You've got something working and you've checked it in. Exactly. Right. Okay. So you have to you have to make sure that it that it work it works, and we know that the templates have been vetted mm -hmm. by the community, and so they work out of the box. So don't touch it, don't change anything. Just file a new project, select your template, and now check that into your repo. Then the third thing is before you do anything else, set up your continuous integration into your host provider, okay. and that can be your dev, dev instance of it. It can you know you can set everything up your whole pipeline if you want, but you do it immediately. And here's why: if you sit here and play around with something, even for a proof of concept, and you don't know what you're going to run into, maybe with cores problems, you know, with uh, dealing with cross-domain issues. Because you never pushed it out before, you have no idea if your code is really going to work in the wild. And so, even if you eventually move it to a whole other host provider, just have some sort of external place that it can run and set that up immediately. So, what's what's your minimum when you say set up continuous integration? What does it need to do? It's not just copy the files out to the host. It's run tests or no? It is no for, for this. Remember, just we this. did a file new project right with the template mm -hmm. and stuff. So we haven't added tests or done anything. Okay. But we know that the template thing out of the box works, right? Because it's been vetted. Right. And so all I want you to do is push it and have it continuously do that anytime you make a change. So for this, you can use GitHub Actions if you're on GitHub. I used Kudu with um, Azure. Right. You can hook in and do that. You can also use Terraform. You can use a lot of things. But whatever you've chosen to do, do it first with your out-of-the-box new project with your brand new repo and make sure that, that so those three things work. Now, go knock yourself out with your proof of concept or your project. Because once you have those three things in place, you've proven that um, you have already have your source control, so you're not going to lose any of your progress that you had in there, and you don't have to think about it now. You don't be like, oh, did I check that in or not? 
right. already have everything together and every time you hit your you, to test something out or show somebody something it's already out there because every time you've made a change all your changes have propagated sure and, and once so you're in the zone and you're like getting stuff done you don't have to break from that like oh let me go do this devops work exactly because then it, then you have to put on like a system admin hat suddenly right. and that sucks like yeah. whereas in the beginning is where you're making these decisions get them out of the way so you can be creative sure yeah, so I mostly do ASP.NET stuff or mm -hmm. ASP.NET Core. So for me, that minimum would have to be I can build it on the, on the server and then publish it to wherever, right? Sure. Um, but you know, for a long time, my, my friend Damian Brady would slap my hand because I loved right-click publishing for Visual Studio because right. it was great. You know why? Because I didn't have to deal with all that stuff. Sure. But now it really isn't bad if I don't. All I do is I put things out there in the very beginning, and now that pipeline is just in place. I don't have to think about it anymore. I don't have to manually do it. All I have to ever do is check in my code, and it just goes there. Now, do you um, recommend using like a, a pipeline YAML file that you just throw into your source code for whichever Azure DevOps or, or something like, so that whatever it is you're doing at Excel must be part of the template from step one? Uh, so for this, it kind of depends. Uh, I'm kind of loath to give a real specific recommendation because sometimes the policies and procedures that are put in place by like the security of your company is going to be different. Sure. Um, at the very least, like I don't even have to do that. Like when you set up, like if you, let's pretend you decide to use GitHub and Azure in tandem in this, because I, I use, I use Kudu for this. You could also use um, uh, Azure DevOps pipelines. You could do that as well, but Kudu is so easy. It's what backs um, the Git publish that you, you right. can do in right. there. So I don't have to do There's anything. Not even anything to there it. is nothing to check it in yeah. for that. It right. just listens, it always listens for the diff mm. between the versions and I appreciate that. Yeah, so, I, I think I used that a couple of years ago, but I've been so like lost in Azure DevOps land for the last couple of years, so I'm just used to all the pipeline YAML stuff. Right, but you don't have to do any of that. Um, and it's free, you know, Kudu is free. You don't have to pay for it separately from your app, your app service instance, it, it comes with it. Um, same thing with um, some of your GitHub Actions. I mean, that's much newer now. Right. But if you want something that will still run all your .NET Framework stuff, which is a lot of where I still, like, mo let's be honest, most enterprise are still on .NET 4, 6, or 7. Sure. And it works with it. Kudu just works with it. Everything's there. And you don't have to like learn a new thing. You just connect your GitHub to it, and it just listens to it. Right. Which is nice. And you can do all of that in line too. Let's say that you don't want to deal with logging into the portal and doing it. Of course, you can use the Azure CLI for that. Um, and then you can just check that into something that is also managed like by Terraform or Pulling Me that can also just look at it. But in my case, I came to .NET because I loved the visual aspects of Visual Studio. And I like the visual aspects of the portal because that's how I learn. Not everybody's right. that way. Some people are command line developers, but I'm not. And so for me, it meant I went three places. I mean, I went to github.com, I went to um, portal.azure.com, and then I made sure that I created my file new project directly you know, with the menu system just to show a lot of my developers that were new then had a visual understanding of what was happening. Sure. So that later, if they decide to do it all command line, they can, and they understand what's happening. Nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's a good uh, three-step process before you start any project. Yes. And now it's like my golden rule. If I don't do those things, I, I have rushed. And almost every time I will have regretted that because I forgot to check in something or um, now I have to wrangle with, well, what kind of thing do I have to set up now with right, Azure right. or wherever it is? And I forgot, did this ever work? You know, did this yeah. code ever work in the beginning? And you know that the templated code did. So right. at least you know the concept, the base concept of whatever it is you're making will work by being pushed out there. Awesome. That's a great tip. Thanks.
Do you have anything uh, coming up that you want to promote or tell anybody about? Oh, goodness. Uh, so I work for Okta, and we have so much coming out with Blazor, uh, getting ready to come out now with a, a, like a, a external OAuth um, integration with Blazor and stuff I'm really excited about uh, soon. And, of course, I'm going to be speaking at NDC Porto, so I can't wait awesome. for that. Yeah. When is that? That's in April. In April. All right, cool. Yeah, mid-April. Come, join. And then they'll have all that recorded, I'm sure. So we will see videos of you from NDC London as well as uh, NDC Porto. Yes. In, in a little bit. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips. And we'll talk to you next week with another great developer tip.